0: Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise Relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Hey, friends. Happy summer. By now, you're a few weeks into summer. Maybe that means something awesome for you. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't at all. Maybe you're still working 40 hours a week, no vacation, no anything. Come Maybe on. you're a teacher and you're off. And this voice in the background is today's guest for our real conversation, Pastor Fredo.
1: What's going on?
0: Second time with me, Fredo. Round two. Round Round two. two. This means you did you passed the first time? I pa-
1: Yeah, I passed. <laughs> on representing uh, the male perspective on women's kindness.
0: I think it's so important to have men on here. I actually decided on the drive in this morning. Um, Tiffany who runs all things cultivate hasn't even heard this yet though. That I'm going to have Ethan on.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? The mother-son exclusive. I'm going to have the
0: mother-son on. The tell-all. Because I was like Ethan shared in his last week of youth some things about the ways he thought freshman year in high school versus the way he thought senior year.
2: Oh. And I
0: was like, I think it'd be interesting for him to even give her perspective on like his experience with like how he viewed girls and how they conducted I themselves. So I, I was like that. Ethan Brown coming on. Yeah. The girls have been on before years ago, but Ethan's never been on. So Get that should, boy on here, nor man. Nor should he have been. He was ridiculous, stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> My
1: last chapel, I would always have the seniors who were leaving, they would run the whole chapel. So they would host it, they would do the worship, and then they would do their own Q&A. Yeah, and
0: then they that's kind of that what they did at youth a little bit.
1: That's so it great. It was real
0: interesting for Matt and I to hear, this is a total side comment, but I was just, I mean... Okay, here we are. We're not even talking about what we need to talk about. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> but <laughs> these seniors got up there, and they were so real. And it was brutal. Like one kid was like, sophomore year, I'm having sex, and other kids talking about their drug use or whatever. But you know what I appreciated? That they could be real.
2: Yeah. Because
0: what the, conver- it's, the conversation started there, and it ended up, but God. Mm. But I found God. But when my friend overdosed, it was my friends from church who called me and cared about me. But God, it was like this but God story over and over. And, and I'm like, if these kids couldn't be real, they couldn't have found freedom. So maybe I yeah. am circling this oh, back yeah, to freedom. that's it. Here we go. So on that note, today we're <laughs> continuing in the series um, on cultivating freedom and the different pathways to get there. And so, Fredo, today we're going to talk about cultivating... Freedom through being still with God.
1: Yes, yeah, being still. And
0: how important that is, which is appropriate. Because I'm basically doubling this as an Enneagram series. Not intentional, but it feels (laughs) like that's kind of how it's playing out. (coughs) Excuse me. But um, Fredo is high nine Mm -hmm. on the Enneagram, the peacemaker. So you probably like to be still because you don't like conflict. But also... Outside of the Enneagram, I think that one of the things that I respect so much about you is that you do pursue God in this place. Thank you. And so I think it's a spiritual maturity and discipline as well. Thanks. But it probably does, your, your Enneagram style probably does support you, set you up in a right way yeah. <laughs> to yeah. do that. So I want to have a real conversation about the role that being still with God and pursuing peace plays in finding freedom. We started this, this like little mini-series off with, um, and the sun will say, if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Mm. Matt started this off with talking about the first step in that is being real. With who you are, how God made you, um, that, that freedom is found when you stop trying to be everything you're not and be who He made you to be. Um, some other conversations that we're going to be having are be bravery of, of being free from pleasing man and fear of man. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I want to talk about stillness. So as, what do you think it looks like to cultivate a life of peace by practicing stillness of God and this being one of the avenues to freedom in Christ?
1: Yeah, I would say uh, it looks like on a large scale you gotta zoom out from your, your day your week and even maybe the whole month and just say where are places that I can slow down slow down like physically and emotionally so that I can carve out time to, to be still and I would say you can do this in really short moments right like even as a new Christian if you're driving on your way to work and you're like man I, I rushed out of the house I didn't get a chance to read or pray which is like most of us mm-hmm. on any average day mm-hmm you can still practice just being still uh, there in the car and just listening to God, receiving from Him His love, right? I think Mm -hmm. um, the how begins by just being in a place of reception, right? Stillness, I think, starts with us just recognizing that God's attentive to us and He's attending to us, and in response, we can attend to Him. And uh, first of all, just receive from Him, you know, without any sense Mm -hmm. of duty or, you know, one thing that always gets in my way of prayer is like, "Is is this enough? Did I do this right, God? Like, are we good? Mm-hmm. You know, here's a few mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I constantly feel like I'm asking that question. Are we good? Was was this done right? How'd you feel? I felt good. I think we're this good to makes go. Me very
0: curious about your other high Enneagram <laughs> members, but yeah, we'll so save just, that for.
1: I feel very performative. real actual one. Yeah.
0: No, I but. agree. You know, one of the things I've been practicing in the last few weeks, because, like you're saying, like zoom out. Mm-hmm. If I look at the this month that I'm in right now. So, we celebrated our 25th anniversary.
1: Mm. Um, Congratulations, by the way. It's 25. Thanks.
0: It feels like a lifetime. It has been my lifetime (laughs) My now. I'm just kidding. A lifetime with Matt. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot. But it's still a lot. So, so in this small, small season part of this year, in a three-month period, my baby turns 18. Man. I celebrate 25 years of marriage, which we celebrated, and then we took a trip. Then I did a spiritual retreat. I came home to like Kennedy's bridal shower. My son, my husband's turning 50. We're having um, a 50th birthday for him. And then the staff, by the time this airs, this will be over. So he won't know, but the (laughs) staff's throwing him a little surprise party. Mm,
1: Yes, we are. Then
0: my son's graduation, grad party. Then his graduation. Then rehearsal dinner. Then wedding. Then I have like five dear friends' birthdays in oh, there. Man. I have like fifteen because right, Ethan's a senior, which means I'm connected to a lot of seniors. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to add in there, Kennedy graduated from college. Her fiance oh, yes. graduated from college.
2: Yeah, they did.
1: Like,
0: if I pan out, I have to pan out right Your now. Your May
1: June is already giving me stress. I I can't.
0: I am ridiculous in my mind. Like I'm yeah. waking up like, who can sit where? Did I order the taco guy? Yeah. Did I? Like <laughs> I am so stressed and it's all really good things. So I, mm-hmm. I feel stupid complaining, but I'm spinning a lot of plates. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, I'm having no time with God. So I realized this. And in the midst of it, I made a commitment to myself that when I'm in the car, I'll only listen to worship music.
2: Mm.
0: And the more I've been doing that, the more peaceful I am in this very chaotic, good, but chaotic season.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I've,
0: I thought to myself, I have really gotten out of the habit of listening to worship music outside of the weekend, huh. which at coming off a year of COVID it's like, I'm only hearing worship then on the TV. Then I started coming back. I'm sort of hearing it. So I was like, yeah. I'm only going to listen to this. And it's not like this, like to do or don't do kind of a thing, but I have been in complete peace in such a chaotic season Just from that little tiny like commitment to myself. (laughs) Because otherwise I'm listening to like regular radio, which gets me thinking or gets me in a bad mood. Or I'm listening to talk radio, which just like makes me like go and spin into all kinds of like fear of our country and (laughs) like, oh, I can't. Um, So listening to worship music has been my actual strategy for that right now.
1: That's nice. Okay. Question for you. Yeah.
0: What's a practice or discipline you do? Uh,
1: for stillness, mm-hmm. oh, Pursuit peace. Yeah, and I would.
0: Still, I mean, in stillness, like, what are some ways that you literally get still with before God? Not like the big, greater concept. Like you just shared, like the out there kind of concept. Yeah, yeah. What do you do for that? Oh, that other man. listeners can go. You know, I can try that.
1: Yeah, People I do a psalm, a psalm a day. Mm. So I, uh, I do. There's like five psalms in a day, kind of with this one technique. You just take whatever day of the month you're on and you read that psalm then you add 30 and 30 and 30 you get 5 psalms
0: wait so, i can't even do that kind so listen of math today right is now. Ju- so
1: today <laughs> i don't even know
0: what you just said yeah
1: so today we're we're recording on june 1st right uh-huh. so you would do psalm 1 uh-huh. add 30 you have psalm 31 at another 30, you have Psalm 61 and then 91. And then, oh my gosh, my math here it comes 121. Thank you, Tammy. You saved me. You
0: know what? I thought I couldn't do this yeah. kind of high level math. Yeah. But <laughs> so, I just those did are it.
1: five Psalms <laughs> of the day, right? So, you can do those five Psalms for, uh, for June 1st, right? And if you do that for 30 days, you can read through all 150. So, I, I just take, I take a Psalm this. of the day. Yeah, try it. Try it.
0: And what do you feel like that produces in you?
1: So it helps me. Number one, I'll, I'll I'll just read the psalm sometimes out loud if I'm if I have space away from people, my kids or whatever. If I'm <laughs> I outside. Like the space. Yeah, summer,
0: kids are home.
1: <laughs> I'll just read it you in have kids. and I'll just sit there. I'll just sit there. I won't I won't do anything else. I'll just kind of sit it and just kind of breathe it in. Um, if I get distracted, that's okay because uh, someone famously said, you know, you get distracted a thousand times. That's a thousand times to you know reconnect with God, like in a sense of just tapping in and saying hello mm-hmm. again. And so. I, I try to normalize the distractions, expect them to come, uh, and then I and then I begin to pray a phrase that just stuck out to me, mm. you know, from from mm-hmm. the psalm. So today was Psalm one, um, and the psalmist opens by talking about happy is the person who does not sit in the way of the wicked, and so I just began yeah. to sit like with that phrase of I want I want to I want to experience that blessedness, you know. Um, but not in a way like I just want to avoid bad people. But it also right? gives
0: it also gives you an opportunity to be real with yourself. In is there any ways in me, Lord, where I am?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. In some wickedness
0: if I'm if I'm harboring anger and withholding yes. forgiveness mm-hmm. or envy or like I think that's a. I mean mm-hmm. that could, that could in itself take you into a very deep. Yeah. Spiritual. Oh my gosh, yeah. Place with God of like. What are the ways maybe I'm sitting with the mm-hmm. wicked? And let's go even deeper, like who wants this? But honestly, um, <laughs> so mu- I think so much of our anxiety and angst comes from when we're actually in places oh, yes. we shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, I'm so anxious. Yeah,
1: and we're unaware that we're there. Mm-hmm. We have no idea mm-hmm. that
2: we're so there. So just
0: that little tiny practice that you're saying could really take us to a stillness with God, but then actually relieves us Yeah. maybe from some anxiety after, I mean, a hard but real conversation, but that's the pathway to freedom, right? When we go, if I stopped doing this, maybe I could st- stop being so anxious
2: mm-hmm. and look mm-hmm. at the
0: freedom that we would find there.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Shoot.
0: Okay, we're going to be done that Friday. I don't even know if anyone can chew on anything more <laughs> than just that or at least I can. Yeah.
1: No, but yeah, I think it's good to sit there cuz it is it is good to be mindful of what surfaces in your mind and heart in those stillness moments. And
0: trust the Holy Spirit there. I mm-hmm. think I think we're we're so not good at remembering the helper that Jesus was, yes. that's the holy spirit in us yes. when we become believers
2: mm-hmm. and to
0: to not chalk those things up as coincidental.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I'm guilty of that. I will have a thought and be like, "Ah, it's just me."
2: Mm-hmm. But what
0: if that is the conviction of the holy spirit yes. in me yes. saying like, "You need to chew on this. Mm-hmm. You need to own this. You need to face this."
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of great writing around or earlier time when a lot of Christians were kind of on the outskirts of society, if you will, they're kind of referred to as the desert fathers and desert mothers. Pete Scazzaro talks a lot about that. Deserts it. in the stream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I never read that, but I think I got five copies when I graduated. Oh, college. yeah. There's <laughs> good little devotion. Streams, Streams, Streams in the desert. Sorry. Yeah. Good <laughs> desert. little devotion. Deserts book. in the stream. <laughs> sorry, everyone. <Yeah. laughs>
1: but a lot of these writers point to the things that come up in your mind, maybe are just you, but they're also maybe where God wants to meet you. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes for me, it's like, oh man, what are we going to do today? Oh, gosh, do we have groceries? Oh, we don't need groceries. Oh, my gosh, do we have money for groceries? And then it'll be like, man, I'm really anxious about money. God, I'm anxious about money today, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, Mm -hmm. like, just allowing where your mind kind of wanders to be maybe a place where God wants to speak to you. Mm -hmm. You talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, the helper. I think he's so close and intimate to us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we pretend like our thoughts aren't like where God can see them or he can't hear our thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know? But I I like to think of just like a, a wide open door. Here's everything I'm thinking about. And, like, God, where do you want to meet me in these things, you know? And I think that's uh, that's really helpful. And then being guided by Scripture. You know, what's mm-hmm. a word mm-hmm. or a phrase that just kind of pops what out What I love you?
0: about the strategy you're saying about the Psalms is I have people ask me all the time, where do I start? I get, this is what I get, Fredo, and everything in between. I get, we don't study the Bible enough to cultivate. We're not going <laughs> verse for verse to, well, I actually haven't even been in my Bible. I'm like, well, why not worry less about the verse to verse and worry about, maybe reading one psalm yeah. from, like starting yeah. somewhere but I think what you're saying is here's a, sh- a very real strategy of knowing where to go in God's word mm-hmm. and then what that will produce in yeah. your actual everyday you're gonna hate this next question I'm gonna ask you and I That's didn't okay. think of it till the moment it's totally setting you up for like oh ooh. I love I love the spont
1: <laughs> I love the spontaneity
0: but you know you used to be a prince a vice principal mm-hmm. of, of a high school where you saw a lot of young adult type women, you're now pastoring, you're married to a woman. So you Mm -hmm. do have some kind of bird's eye view of what you see women do. But what are some ways that if, if for the women listening, where you're like, here's what I see women getting caught up, that's like the antithesis of still.
1: Oh, yeah. That
0: I just like, I see it causing you the angst that I wish you could have freedom in.
1: Yeah, I think technique I think women get you caught, caught up in, like, am I doing this? Is this the right technique to prayer? Do I have the, the most popular good book to read through? You know, so it's like, it's kind of technique. Like, is this done right? You know, did I follow these steps mm-hmm. that I saw on TikTok or on Instagram? You know, versus I prayer so and aged reading. I
0: because I'm not on TikTok account. <laughs> you know, I create an account. To, I'm, like, cutting you off and really, like, I just shut down such a good word from you. But... I created an account uh-huh. because someone said watch this which I didn't know you had didn't have to create an account but I have one but I don't know how to watch it. Oh yeah. But now every thing matt says is you know i saw on tiktok yeah. i thought tiktok was just like people my age doing stupid dancing <laughs> and i was like it's ridiculous but there's it's super there's a lot of education oh things man you can follow. i would tell like people i'm
1: working kid. on a two-year degree tiktok yeah, that's university what matt, said. matt
0: said he's learned more on tiktok than he feels like he learned in language school yeah and, but with that same thing let's go back keep it back yeah, to technique. where Yeah, technique. so
1: I, I think for sorry, women sorry everyone uh, technique is maybe something that they get caught up in versus seeing prayer as a relationship, not a technique. You know, you're not going to master this. Um, if anything, it's going to kind of master you a bit, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think mm-hmm. just the freedom to know that this is not kind of a one, two, three process. I mean, it can be. You can kind of attach a template to it, but I think just seeing it as a as a, as a relational experience, mm-hmm. you know? And then also at the same time, I noticed this with my own wife. My kids, if we're both sitting down at the table and we're trying to read, you know, they'll usually go to her first. They'll always go to Ashley and she's just trying to open up her Bible, you know, and so I would, I would be okay with just the interruptions and not, not taking the interruptions as like an assault on your spiritual, like maturity, you know, like, oh man, I can't have time with God because I'm constantly interrupted. Like, I think God wants to meet you in those places too, Mm -hmm. you know? And he uh, he sees all the ways that you're being pulled, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes women especially are guilty for like, oh man, but I had to do these four things for my family before they got mm-hmm. out the door, you mm-hmm. know? And so j- and I just, just embrace that I, God sees that. I think that's that.
0: true, but I think another side to that coin is that um, I think it's okay for women. Now I, I'm saying this with younger kids who like literally you might have to rush out the door. You guys are transitioning to that stage of like, no, we yeah. have to get lunch, made breakfast out the door. School right. right, right. But, especially where your kids go to school. It's like if they're tardy, they're like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 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 I know that because I had, I lived that. <laughs> but, um, public schools sometimes more lenient on the tardy situation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not that they yeah. should be,
0: but, um, but when your kids are younger, it is okay, and I think moms don't realize this, or women don't don't realize this. Or even if you, it's not it's not a, a kid, but it's a, an email or a text or something that comes in. It's okay to not respond immediately. Oh yeah. And when you have little kids at home, I think I wish I was better at
2: this mm, to mm-hmm.
0: be like. I'm spending time with God right now. That can wait a few minutes because what it does and I know this because I think my mother-in-law was this way and it's one of the things Matt gleaned from her. And I think Matt's this way and my kids have seen this in him is that time is a priority. Mm. And you know they say kids don't necessarily get what they're taught. They get what's caught. Mm-hmm. And when they catch that that's a priority, it becomes a priority in their own time and then they start respecting that time more
2: yeah absolutely like
0: I this is so stupid what I'm about to say but like Matt does sermon prep on Wednesdays now and even I have that with him where I'm like I don't interrupt that time Mm. Well, he would disagree. <laughs> but He's all over the, the,
1: the window of the door peeking like, in. What'd you
0: say? I know. He's like, Are you sure? uh, you're lying right now, Miss Truth Teller. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like all of the, everyone in Matt's life knows you just don't even message him. You don't schedule something on Wednesday. You don't. Yeah. Unless it's a super out of the ordinary emergency type thing. Because I know that time with God for him and that time of preparation is so essential. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've learned that. That same concept, all I'm saying is that same concept I think is true if if you have young kids at home. But I think that it's true, like, so let's talk about the non-mom, right? Because mm-hmm. we have a lot of people listening who are not moms. Yeah. Um, that text doesn't have to be immediately answered.
2: Right, right. That,
0: that phone call doesn't, that email for work, that thing doesn't have to get responded to immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, that part of the stillness is found when, you give yourself the freedom to have that space. Right. And I don't think women always give themselves the freedom to have that space because exactly. there's yeah. always a bazillion things to do. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: And your device is right next to you too. You know, so some of, some of your women who are listening may not be parenting children, but they can parent their phone, you know, and decide to
0: oh, shoot. put okay. it away, you
1: know, which I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to do that myself, too. Like, I, I'm, I'm hunting for an alarm clock right now because I want to go old school.
0: Hunting, uh, go to Target.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're not all that nice far there. from your house. <laughs> but uh, I saw some on, oh, I held the other day. Go to
0: Amazon. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I'm trying to find something that, like, will be functional so I can put my phone in another room. Mm-hmm. So I can sustain, you know, having scripture before I go to the screen or, you know, having those quiet moments before the phone. Because as soon as I grab the phone, it's, I'm done. Yeah,
0: it's done. Days, I'm
1: done, you days, know. Well. And generally I grab my phone it's turn my alarm off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The snooze button for 10 times. And then it's times. like, oh, what's waiting for me here. Yeah, and
1: then that. I'm just kind of like, I just bounce through my day, you know, from distraction to distraction. And so we can, uh, I think we can parent our devices a little bit more to protect those kind of stillness mm-hmm. moments, you For know? For sure. So.
2: Well,
0: and not to mention that, I mean, not, not just stillness from God, but there's so much research coming on, out of, like brain studies. Oh, like, gosh. I am not a doctor, but I have <sighs> read some studies that doctors have said about, um, and there's some books coming out. Like, even having your phone in your room like we have muscle memoried our brain to like wake up, grab phone, mm. get on, do like this kind of thing. So they're saying like don't sleep with it in your room because even your like your the muscle memory in your brain just knows. So you you're not getting that deep sleep. Like mm. people are having sleep issues like by, like never before, and wow. part of it is just having your phone in your room. One of the things that I did well with not fantastic, not terrible but well we'll just say me- mediocre, <laughs> mediocre <laughs> parenting was just that is that i didn't have the, let the kids sleep with the phone in their room mm. like our girls would have a time i can't remember the times and it changed as they grew older but where they had to plug it out you know plug it in out in a common area
2: mm. And
0: what's funny is, Ethan, we were probably the most diligent and strict about this with for lots of reasons. Yeah. Right? right. Um, But just so they could have a time where they're shutting off so they could get good sleep, which Mm -hmm. isn't that how it goes. Like, I was super, like, like cared about that for them more than I care about it for myself.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like,
0: I'm like, (laughs) meanwhile, me, like, having my phone in my room at night, going to bed, scrolling. But, um... Ethan, I'll, I'll come. It got to a point with him where I would, I didn't have to remind him anymore. Wow! I come out and his phone's sitting plugged in where it should be at ten o'clock. You That's know, great. as he got older or summer, it was a little later. But he's still that way. Like he doesn't sleep with his phone in there. Yeah. And he gave me the excuse like alarm. And it was funny because we, you know, he's 18 now. So there's times where he stayed at home without us. And I came home, I got in super late from a trip once. And so that is his alarm. Like he doesn't have an alarm clock because mom is his alarm. I was like, you know, he's moving to college. I probably <laughs> should stop being mom his alarm. Mom is his alarm.
1: Oh my i know.
0: Um, I'm like, is he going to wake up in college without hearing the words baby boy? Like, I yeah. don't know.
1: <laughs> Get a recording and put it into an alarm clock.
0: Um, please nobody tell Ethan I just shared that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it was plugged in outside of his doorway in the hallway because oh, he could hear it. But he still was like, I know I'm not allowed to have it in my room at night.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's funny what we'll care about for like we will discipline and do things for our kids that we don't do for ourselves right that's so convicting man
2: <laughs> it is yeah, dang.
0: because you know what we care b- more about their stillness i think than our own
1: hmm. that's true isn't that
0: weird That's true like i'm having a moment you guys yeah <laughs> you are. i trade i need you to wrap this up while i like sit in this <laughs> for a little bit but okay a couple more things before we get out this time has flown by fredo um it's been good um, how has this helped you realize like stillness with God giving you freedom like in, oh, yeah. when you pursue stillness, how have you experienced freedom
1: I feel uh yeah the the freedom comes from knowing that I don't have to to do everything at every moment or be available to everyone at every moment
0: that right? is some, that so. is free indeed <laughs> yeah that is free indeed
1: yeah, the stillness i think kind of um rejuvenates the the doing for god as as it comes out of just being with god you know and so and for me this this is a huge symptom. I'm going to sound so embarrassing for me I love it say it but like <laughs> i i got to turn off like bleacher report or like updates on the lakers cuz we're in the playoffs okay. right and so there is but there's also a sense of like other things too what emails am i getting you know what mm-hmm. what do people need from me so cuz there's there's a real idol deep down in my heart of like i i want to be the best pastor for everyone and I just can't, you know, mm-hmm. I can't always be available. And so um, the stillness allows me to experience freedom and that I don't have to do everything for everyone, you know, and I can't. Like, I just have to embrace the well, limit. If
0: you're not careful in ministry, when you forget to remember what you're saying,
2: yeah,
0: um, you start thinking you're doing it mm-hmm. for people instead of... That God's got them. Yeah. It's a fine line. Yeah. Because part of the calling in ministry is to be there, to shepherd, to care for. Yeah. But it is such a fine line of start being like, I'm responsible to be God in their lives, to be the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in their lives. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a crazy, I mean, I've heard from a friend that yeah.
2: struggled with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's a real thing. Cause I'll, I'll be in a conversation with someone maybe, you know, in between services on the patio and there'll be a sense of like this thought popes in or just like popes in pops in. I don't know what the Pope's in. You're not the Pope, right? (laughs) A thought pops in of like, man, I don't want them to experience me as an unavailable pastor, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then comes the inclination to like, just say yes to whatever they need. And so stillness helps me to just embrace that. I cannot be everywhere all the time for Mm -hmm. everyone. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't be the spirit. I'm not omniscient, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not omnipresent. And so, Um, they get God for that, you know, and uh, so stillness kind of regularly, like, kills that desire just to do everything, you know, Mm -hmm. or to know about everything that's going on, like, what are people saying? Where, where are people going? It's nice just to, detach away from that a little bit you know so like it's a way of shutting off from the world so that you can be a better version of yourself in the world I guess that's how I would think about it you know Mm -hmm. even if it's two minutes even it's like yo I'm gonna just go in the closet or the bathroom wherever you can get away (laughs) for 90 seconds or you know two minutes of time and just just disconnect in order to re-enter in a better way I guess you know
0: Uh, Vivi says something so good and if I wish I could remember it but she says something about unplug to plug in.
2: Yeah, Like when
0: she's over at the house and like we're all talking and one like Ethan's on his phone or I'm on my phone and she's like unplug and plug in. Like, Mm. you know, but that's what she's saying essentially Mm -hmm. and I think that's what we do with God, you know, and I think like as a woman um, and I'm sure dudes like experience this differently so you could speak to what that's like because one thing that might be interesting is for women to hear what that looks like for men. But I think as women... One of the things is, like, seasonal, it is different. Like, right now, Ashley and I are in totally different seasons. Like, I'm not carpooling. I'm not making breakfast. I'm not doing laundry. I'm not... (laughs) I'm barely grocery shopping because I instacart everything but you know so my season for stillness can look a little different it's a little Mm -hmm. grander if I if I wanted to yeah what happens is I feel I'm feeling that time with other things if I'm not careful so you know there is different seasons you know for for college kids it's a different season for high school girls it's a different season Mm -hmm. um but I think that the thing we want people to do is go in my season, whatever that looks like. If I have young kids, if I'm empty nest, if I have no kids, if I don't want kids, if I Mm -hmm. am super career oriented, what does stillness look like and how do I cultivate it? Because if, if you, and I think that this is something I'm just learning in all of my 47 years of wisdom <laughs> I am like should I be embarrassed that it's taking me this long no no but is like without stillness without without me like being vigilant about finding and making time for stillness I'm actually a wreck I forget to rely on God <laughs> sometimes I forget God altogether <laughs> yeah. and then I'm like That's where true. are you God? Oh, well, I've been sitting over here. You've just been the Tasmanian devil that mm-hmm. I'm miserable. Typically, when I get miserable, I don't know about your house, but then everyone's miserable.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I bring in some nasty energy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that, like, so, so I think it's, and, and here's the truth, like, I can't tell you how stillness looks for you. I can't tell anyone listening in the season you're in, I have no idea what stillness looks like, but you need to know what stillness looks like. Mm -hmm. You need to figure it out. You need to figure out how to cultivate it. You need to make, otherwise you have no one to blame for yourself for, for the, Matt talked about this and I keep referring to every week of the prison that we're in. We have, like we're creating.
2: Yeah. And the Oof. path
0: to freedom is to unlock it and walk out of
2: it. Yeah. And yeah. so
0: part of I think freedom for women is going to come from you going, Am I making time? Right. For stillness with God. Yeah. What does it look like? Am I having the maturity and the discipline to make it a priority mm-hmm. in whatever the season looks like?
2: Mm-hmm. Like for
0: me, sometimes it is. It is from the car from A to B. You know. Like mm-hmm. I said, right now it's coming from like. I'm only going to listen to worship music. I'm only going to put in. And I'll tell you what's been happening to circle back to that is when I'm laying down at night or when I'm just quiet in myself, the things in my head that are spinning in my head are those words, and nothing songs, else yeah. but you, wow. graves into gardens, yeah. you know, beauty for ashes, um, a better word. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is what's spinning Instead of you didn't buy this, you didn't do this, this is happening in the world. Like, this was said politically. This is what, like, this is the march happening. That, like, when I am still, I, when I'm listening to worship music, what's circling in there is better,
2: yeah, (laughs) than
0: when I'm just the Tasmanian devil Mm -hmm. and I can be the Tasmanian devil quite a bit. So, oh, we
1: can't, you're right. We
2: can do so, it. So
0: so what would your final word to be before we wrap up of like we I asked this question to Matt of the consequence of not making time for still and cultivating stillness. What's the consequence for women of not oh, man. pursuing stillness? Because that's that's where we're in bondage. That's where we're in our own chains, our own prison. And so so we're yeah. we're telling women to cultivate stillness as an avenue or as an avenue towards freedom, what's the consequence of not making this a priority? Gosh,
1: there's a, hmm. there's a few that do Fredo
0: wanted to do a minute of silence. We're going to do yeah, that now no, while he thinks. I need a minute
1: to think. <laughs> no, I would say there's, there's probably a few things. The number one thing, though, that continues to like just enlarge in my mind is you will lose yourself in hmm. this. So if, if you don't make stillness and the practice of being still with God... You will lose yourself. You will lose who you actually are, and because it, it'll be pulled away into all of the different responsibilities, uh, distractions, dreams, whatever it is. Stillness is a way to find God, and I think also to find yourself. And if you're not taking time to to be still, you will ultimately lose who you are, and mm-hmm. be be a fraudulent version, a fake version of you wherever you go. Right. As Pastor Matt famously says, wherever you go, there you are, right? <laughs> and so what you know, what we bring to our communities, what we bring to our churches, what we bring to our friends is ourselves. And we mm-hmm. want to bring the best of who we are. And I think the best of who we are can flow out of um, practicing being still, you know, mm-hmm. finding those moments. And so I would say a caution to... All, all ages of women listening uh, you will lose a sense of who you are if you can't learn to be still
0: which is like the very thing women is fighting for yeah uh, and age uh, yeah is who sense they are and yeah, you lose an it with identity spending time with
1: yeah people. yeah because I mean I mean imagine just having every day this week the first thing you're reminded of is that you are loved by God mm. and he, he's made you he's created you all of your problems he's holding right like just there's so many affirmations from scripture just to recite and rehearse you know and I'm going to
0: read some of those now because yeah. I've made a list of them going into this and Good, I haven't I, we've got, I've gotten so like ah oh, that I want to think about it but Psalm yeah. 62 5 which you said about reading the Psalms
2: mm-hmm. so
0: what day would you read Psalm 62:5? let's do that math no just kidding.
1: on uh, June 2nd okay right, oh. 2 32, 62 oh shoot okay yeah. so
0: tomorrow There's if you times? start this yeah. tomorrow <laughs> you'll read this for God alone oh my soul wait in silence for my hope is from him mm. without that time with God, I think we become hopeless. That's what that scripture is is to yeah. me is like if we even remember to hope.
2: Mm-hmm. Hope for
0: reconciliation, hope for tomorrow, mm-hmm. hope for better days, hope for our friends and what we want and we're praying for in their lives. Like so much comes from that. Job 6:24, teach me and I will be silent, make me understand how I've gone astray. We wow. sort of hit on that when we're yeah. saying where, if, if, you're, if you do practice the psalm thing that you said you're doing, like ask ourselves, where are we sitting in wickedness? Yeah. And how can we get right there? Yeah. Um, this one we all know, Be still, know that I'm God, Psalm yeah. 46.
1: Which actually comes out at, at a time of chaos. I know you're reading a bunch, but mm-hmm. we always forget the context of Psalm 46 is utter chaos yep. in the world. Yeah, so which of, is like, like our, our lives as well. Yeah, women Psalm so 46 for is our life right yeah. now. So read the whole psalm. And then think about uh, God's command in that verse, which is actually to stop, stop warring, stop being chaotic, like stillness
0: in so the So, ladies, what means I want you stop. to hear is stop because I think we're all chaotic in our own way, in yeah. our, either externally or in that inner critic in our mind, critic mm-hmm. of ourselves, critic of others.
1: Yeah. <sighs> that word be still really is a, a command from, it's an imperative that means like end the violence. Like if it's inner emotional violence, whatever it is, end it. Cause it all to stop. Also, ladies, listen to violence, violence yeah. <laughs> and
0: cultivate kindness. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, okay, last going, one. John going.
0: fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. I do mm. not give to you as the world gives. And if we're not spending time in stillness, we will forget that. Yeah. Listen to that again. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Amen. Amen. Well, on that note, Fredo, thank you so much for coming on with us. Uh, I want to, you know, next time we're going to ask you this because one of the things that I wanted, I want to get into is I think it's important for women to remember we don't think the same as men necessarily. I mean, obviously this is not like black and white like that, but for the most part, you know, and so the way that we pursue things is going to be different, look different. Like Matt and I talked about that. Like the way he has to pursue being real is a little different for me, but the idea hmm. is still being real. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get in that, but we'll do that next time because yeah. I love having you on. I'm game. I appreciate your perspective so much. Um, and so again, if through this conversation, you listening, like again, this is not supposed to be just something fun to listen to. Not that I think it's super <laughs> fun because we always talk about hard convicting ugh, things, but the idea is for you to go, maybe that that's your pursuit of state. To spend time with God and say, Where am I sitting in wickedness, and how might that be causing me stress and anxiety which then that it's like a dominant effect that which is making me not be at peace, which makes me not want to sit still because the last thing I want to do is sit in stillness so where am I doing that and how how can I can I can I repent and get right? Mm. Um, who in your life can you share that with? And that might be as simple as saying, hey, I just listened to this podcast and I need to talk out loud about it. We've, we're, we're, we've talked about, we'll continue talking about how when we keep things in, that's where the enemy does his best work. Sometimes it's the enemy, the actual enemy, Satan. Sometimes it's just us because we're our worst enemy. When we put it into the light by sharing it with someone else, and again, everyone listening, if you're the person shared with, be a good heart handler. You don't have to give your advice. You don't have to fix it. Sometimes you just respond with, thank you for trusting me with that. Yeah. But how can you share that with somebody? And then if you think that these conversations could be a benefit for other people to grow um, more towards Jesus, like share these Share this conversation. Um, I don't even know how you share it. Share it on Instagram. <laughs> Text your friend the link. I, you guys know I don't even know how to share it. But. Somebody help
1: her out, y'all. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but love tell it. someone. I love tell it.
0: someone who you think that this conversation. Because sometimes I, I'll do this. There's something I know someone else needs, and if Matt says it, it's like easy for me to go listen to this message yeah. at Sandals Church, because it articulates it in a way I can't. And so if these mm. conversations do that, we just ask you to share them because again, we want we want cultivate to come alongside. We're not leading anyone anywhere necessarily. We want to come alongside you as you're pursuing your spiritual growth, be an encouragement, encouragement, be a champion, be a tool, be a resource. So if this is that for you and you have people in your life that you love and care about, that it could be that for them, share it with them. So Fredo. Thanks for being on here again. thank you for having me. And uh, we'll be back with the next conversation on what it means to cultivate freedom and the pathways we do that. So
3: bye guys.
1: See you everyone. Peace.
3: Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think, and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness.